0: This just a little bit quiet. Wow! There he is, Barry. There's our hero Jesus, and our savior. Jesus. Gee, there's just something about that name, isn't there? There is not there Wow. There's one. Who is it? is it? Is it Debbie? Is it Connie? Who's up? Maybe it's Katrina. Katrina. Jamie. Amanda. Not sure who that is. I can't ever really tell from that. Might be Patty, dude. Wow. I can't tell from. Aha. It's Patty. She's first. Wow. I couldn't tell because the uh, the little pictures, they're so little. So technically, Debbie and Patty right here, and even Jim, who's kind of tall, they're only about an eighth inch tall. See what I'm saying? <laughs> um, <coughs> so what's happening, guys? Hey, Connie. <coughs> How are you guys? <coughs> hey, Mandy. do. Do, 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 do. do. I can't tell who the guy in the blue is. Hey, Cammie. It's almost the new year, Barry. How about that? Hey, Brett. How are you? Yes, sir. Guess where we're at. Anybody know where we are? It's Alpha. I thought so, but I couldn't tell because, like I said, the picture is so small. Alpha, you're only like an eighth inch tall. Hey, Jeanette. Anybody know where we're at? Yeah,
1: sure, that. they'll probably figure it out there. Okay.
0: <laughs> we're in a high rent district where we often go and paint. There's Katrina. We're actually working for a former blues player. Hey, Lisa, no, we're actually in Brentwood. <clears throat> but it kind of looks like South City. Except for uh with a lot more money. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh. What's happening, guys? Um, You know, we had a great time at group last night. had a great time at group. We had a great time in the radio show. Um, We were missing a couple people. Debbie, you, and Cecil were one of them. Of course, we're praying for you You guys Um, like crazy. We can't wait to see what God's going to do when Cecil gets out of that place. I was thinking today, this is not even part of the brown bag, when I was talking to Debbie and praying with her, I thought about how, um, God created Adam out of the, out of the dust and then breathed life into him, which it's a pop fly when you're the Lord, yeah. right? Yep. How much easier is it for the Lord to breathe life into a committed, you know? I just had this, this thing going, man, Cecil loves you, Lord. So we're praying you bring that breath back that you, you fill his lungs up, get them all operating and yeah. put that breath of life in Cecil like you have. So we're believing that's going to happen. <clears throat> so the title of Uh, the brown bag today is actually called Pete's Garage. (laughs) We should have some musical that'd be kind of cool. Pete's Garage, Pete's Garage. (laughs) And for any of you that don't know what I'm talking about, Pete is our our brother in Christ, just an amazing guy, amazing friend, uh, just a leader in our church, etc. etc. We can go on and on about the amazing men and women we have in the church, but this they don't have garages like Pete. You see, Pete's Garage has all this stuff in it, man. I'm talking Barry, total guy stuff. Tools, all kinds. Tools, (laughs) uh, lifts. Well, I had this problem with my Jeep, right? And it was would have been a big problem if you weren't Pete. So Pete, in his graciousness, said, I'll help you. Uh, You guys can come over here, get a few guys. So uh, me, Rob, and Randy was there one time. But over the weekend, last weekend, my Jeep has been there for a few days. Rob and I were kind of partners in crime. Uh, we were to do the grunt work, so to speak. <clears throat> Pete had to do the smart work, the stuff on the front of the car. So uh, Coach Pete, or Uncle Pete as we called him, would come back on occasion and say, do this, do that, do this, do that, make sure you don't do that. Uh, but I thought it was cool, and where I'm getting is is how he coached us through it but also wanted us to learn how to do it. He could have easily come and done this job uh, that we took two, three hours, and, and actually, we did get a couple of high route looks. Like seriously, guys, this is not rocket science. Why is it not off? And Rob and I were like, oh, I don't know. We're trying over Rob, here. Rob and Eva pointed me. I don't know, <clears throat> but I think isn't that just like Jesus with us on our walk? I mean, and and I will say, Barry, there may have been a colorful word because we're what? Yes, Barry, when you take a hammer and smash your knuckles, it brings out probably not the most, you know, right? Uh, not much. And it was really cool, but <clears throat> I think. Actually, it was this knuckle right here, and it still hurts. But through that all, I mean, through the bumps and the bruises and the mistakes and the uh, the time, now we're better equipped if it happens again. You know, when it happens again, we don't necessarily have to call on Pete to come and save us. Um, We've have enough experience. He allowed us to fall and stumble, and I think Jesus does that a lot in our walks. He allows us to stumble and fail because he's more concerned about growing our character than making sure we're comfortable. Right? Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> That's one thing going on. The other thing going on was we got to interview and hang out with Jen Custer. She's on this week's radio show, and we've had her on a time or two and and just have got the privilege to walk with her over the last three years. She graduated uh, from drug court last December, about 13 months ago. And um, as of late, she's really had some tough times. And I think when you go through tough times, it's always important, like Paul said, to examine yourself and make sure that, man, is there something going on that maybe uh, I'm doing or not doing that could be doing this, or is just strictly just a time of pruning? Because sometimes God's pruning can look like discipline. It's not the same thing. It just feels the same sometimes because sometimes when we're uh, being pruned, it hurts. It really hurts. But something a friend told me a long time ago that I mentioned to Jen on the air last night, which he said, this is happening, and this is happening, and this is happening, and this is happening. I remember the story of Job, and I'm going to turn to that real quick. And Job was righteous. I mean, this dude, he had money. He had a great wife. He had a great family. He, he loved the Lord with all of his heart. He was a righteous man, right? I mean, he was really doing good, Barry. Yeah. And, and, uh, really there was no, there was no fault in him, but listen, what happens? This is chapter one. I'm just going to read a little excerpt of this and you can check out the book because it's a great book. One day, the members of the heavenly court came to present themselves before the Lord and the accuser, Satan came with them. You know, Satan is the accuser of the brethren and we hear the same things, uh, like you guys do that. You suck. You're no good. You should quit. Stop failed it. Again. Who are you? You yeah. failed again. All of it, You know, because that's what the devil does. He is the accuser. So here he is. Uh, and, and the Lord asked him, where have you come from? The Lord asked Satan. Satan answered the Lord. I've been patrolling the earth, watching everything that's going on. Then the Lord asked Satan, have you noticed my servant Job? He is the finest man in all of the earth. He is blameless. A man of complete integrity. He fears God and stays away from evil. So that's where we're having this conversation with Jen. I said, did it ever occur to you, like, Job, maybe the God of heavens is bragging on you right? Maybe he's up there going, man, this is great. Yeah. And maybe some of this affliction you're going through is a time of testing, certainly. Um, so I, I, it goes down to a personal thing, examining yourself and see if you got off track or see what's going on. See if you're living your life according to the word and you're in fellowship and you're reading the word and you're praying and you're confessing sins. You know, all the things that we are called spiritual disciplines. It's the root word of disciple. Or is it disciples? Whatever. So part of being a disciple of Jesus is developing discipline, right? So when times like this come, you can assess yourself. No, uh, nothing really going on. Then you just hold fast. It's a synodical term. I learned it from Tim Crow. It's a great thing. When the storms come up and you can't go anything, you simply have to hold fast. Sometimes that's all you can do. But Satan replied to the Lord, yes, but Job has good reason to fear God. You've always put a wall of protection around him and his home and his property. You have made him prosper in everything he does. Look how rich he is. But reach out and take everything he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. All right, you may test him, the Lord said to Satan. Do whatever you want with everything he possesses, but don't harm him physically. Satan left the Lord's presence. <clears throat> Read the rest of it. And... Uh, See how his wife responds, uh, his friends respond, and they're telling him, "You must have sinned. There's something going on." You know, when 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 tough times come, sometimes it's our friends that go, "You're doing something wrong. There's something going on." Well, what if you're not doing? something wrong, but you're doing everything right because Job was doing everything right. He loved the Lord. He's fearing the Lord. He walked with the Lord. I'm sure he was confessing his faults and all these things to the Lord. And tough times came because you know what? We live in a fallen world and we still have to wrestle, uh, not with fleshly things, but the rulers of the unseen places, right? But And I thought that that was a pretty good word for our friend Jen. Um, so she's going to think about that and kind of kick it around and mull it over. And, uh, we expect something good to come out of it because that's what the Bible says for, we know, it doesn't say we think we hope the Bible says, we know that all things work for good for those that love God and are called according to his purpose. We don't think or speculate all this stuff. We just stand fast or hold fast when we're going through all these tough times and they are tough. Yep. Cecil and Debbie and John and Gail are going through some tough times, but you know what? The church is praying for you. You're We're banging on the uh, the, 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 the throne of grace saying, Jesus Help us. We need help, right? So it's a great time to examine ourselves. It's a great time to hold fast. What do we hold fast to? What God said. We're holding fast to what God said because this is what he said. Now, if you flip over to James real quick, listen to what he has to say. And I know that, um, I don't know if there's a word called popular verse, but a go-to verse. How about that? This is a go-to verse for a lot of people when they go through a lot of stuff. And first of all, if you're assessing yourself and, and examining yourself, like Paul encourages us to do, especially before taking communion, if you're examining yourself and you need to allow the Lord to point to wherever it hurts. You know, like a doctor going in, he's touching this, he's touching that, and touching this and touching all of a sudden you go, ah, oh, oh, well, that's what I want to talk about. Let's talk about that. I'm not talking about all the other good things, so maybe something is going on. That's between you and the Lord. James says this, dear brothers in chapter one. Verses 2, and we'll go on for a little bit. Dear brothers and sisters, when trouble comes your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. <laughs> so let it grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. We don't need anything but Jesus. Right. And that's not just a saying, that's not just a cliche, nothing but Jesus. We truly believe that. Do we wrestle with it sometimes? Absolutely. Yeah. Welcome to being in a fallen world. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, I don't know how you're going to get me out of this one. I've, I've searched right. my heart, Lord. I've done all this stuff. I know that I'm walking upright with you. I know that I'm living the best that I can to live my life. According to the word I'm in church. Let me say one thing about church, by the way. <clears throat> um, It's so important to, to, be involved in church now sometimes we have to do it virtually amen thank god we have some technology barry yeah okay no you know because if this if this pandemic would have happened 15 20 years ago we would not oh, have man. the luxury of having facebook yeah. live and things like that things so i'm glad that we have that right but the bible is also clear do not neglect meeting together as some are in the habit of doing right so we got to find that balance between um yeah i need to stay away a little bit because my health compromised you know i'm going through this kind of treatment and it it leaves me open and susceptible to uh to this pandemic. I hate to say the word, Barry. I don't even want to say the C word. You know what? I'm just going to say Christ is the only C word that I'm going to say. I don't even want to qualify it, but I know it's a real deal because we know people that are struggling. So I think the challenge becomes examining yourself, like we talked about at the beginning, and really seeing, am I using this for an excuse to not be in fellowship, to not attend group, to not do these things? Because at Misfits, we had to cancel the New Year's Eve party, and I think it was the right move to do. I think it was the right thing um, because – but we're never going to cancel services. We're not doing it because we believe that Wednesday recovery groups, the ladies' Bible study, the men's study, and our Saturday night service, guess what? They're essential. They are essential. They're more essential than the abortion clinics that are staying open, had no problem doing, and even the restaurants. But it might be a season where we're not going to have big parties at the church. We want to be prudent. We want to be smart. We want to, we want to do all these and follow the mandates like we talked about months ago when this first thing first happened. But at some point, we have to make dig our heels and say, this far, no more. I'm not doing it. And that's a, that's a personal thing. And I like our current president, uh, Trump's stance on it. It's a personal thing. It, so if that is you, and don't let the accuser accuse you because you're not able to congregate. Don't you don't have to hear it? You know, because you've searched the scriptures, you're, you know what your limitations are. Clint even said, Clint Eastwood said, "A oh, man, I don't know, it's limitations. I we a lot from Clint. <laughs> and some of you are unable at this point right. to join fellowship because your immune system and all that stuff. I get it. Right. I get it. But sometimes, um, <clears throat> we have to let our, our faith overcome our fear. We just have to. And then it's up to you to put out your personal boundaries and say, hey, you, don't come near me, don't touch me, don't hug me. And you know what? Uh, People can respect that. I'm going to sit here in the back of whatever church you're going to. Don't come around. Maybe we ought to have some church that say, I love Jesus and I love you, but stay the blank away from me. (laughs) Is that bad? (laughs) For real. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's uh, setting your your boundaries up and all that kind of things. Um, But listen to this. We're going to keep going. (laughs) If you need wisdom, ask our generous God. So I'm going to ask you, Lord, am I? Using this as an excuse, or is it wise to not be around? Right. That's okay.
1: Right.
0: And he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask and make sure that your faith is in God alone. Not misfits, not First Baptist Church of Calvary, right. whatever. Not our government, not our state legislature. Your faith is in God yeah. alone through Christ. Your faith. Your faith, By not your mine. Faith, That's it, dude. Lord. And the funny thing is, on occasion... Friends that we walk when they're struggling, they can borrow your faith for a minute, but eventually you got to get your own, right? Yeah. And, and we, we are called right now, our body of believers, a community of believers, we're struggling because we're hurting with some friends that are hurting. Right. And I think it's cool with the community of believers that we have, and not only our church, but not the church, just, we're just kind of partial ours because we know everybody. We are helping shoulder that. And I do believe it's making a difference. I heard of a story last night at 1.30 in the morning, somebody uh, got a hold of Debbie, got to pray with her. And guess what? Made Debbie feel so much better. So, uh do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that's blown and tossed by the wind. How do we stabilize ourselves?
1: Hold fast.
0: Hold fast. <laughs> Hold fast. Hold fast. <laughs> Hold fast. It's a great song by Mercy Me Too. You might want to look that up. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Oh, that's pretty brutal, dude. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> wow, that's rough. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world. And they are unstable in everything that they do. Wow. So we're going to hold fast. Here you go. Tough times are here. Yep. Look at ourselves. Am I doing something wrong? We're being informed by the word, right? And when you're searching your heart, you're searching your spirit, you're confessing your sins and doing all the things that we do as believers because that's part of it, right? And you realize that, okay, maybe God's bragging on you. And maybe this is the time that you just hunker down. And when you've done everything that you can do, then stand, yeah. It's what Ephesians, I think, 6 oh, says. Oh, just when you've done all the things and there's nothing else you can do, stand, yep. right? And sometimes when you're running out of rope, what you got to do is tie a knot in the end of it and just hold on. Sometimes all we can do. Right. Wrap it up, Barry, because I'm hungry. <laughs> really
1: don't have my bag. However, we are. Uh, happy New Year, everybody. We're in a new season, obviously. Uh, just because the calendar calendar is changing doesn't mean our problems are going to change instantly with it. 21, we're going to be dragging this stuff into 21. Unfortunately, we're going to have to deal with it. So, hang on. It's rough, but there is there is light at the end of the tunnel. But we have our part to do. Kind of like we're talking about what, what Jim was saying. Her deal, all the stuff that she's been through. She's been in the fight. she stayed in the fight. You have your ups and downs, but she never quit.
0: Amen. Never
1: quit. And when it got tough, she reached out. So if you're if you're Struggling right now? Reach out to somebody. You know, we all need encouragement from time to time. Don't be afraid to ask for it. Just, you know, God knows. God knows everything's going on. It's this too shall pass. I I know this thing is going to end sometime, but we know God's still in control. We're in a new season, so if you haven't done some of these things that Randy spoke of, now would be a time to start the fresh year with a new start. Just start. Start reading again. Start. Be with your friends, maybe you haven't been to church in a while, and there's really no good reason other than you just took a break. Get back in the game, it will change your life if you do. We we talked about that last night because Jen's been away being busy with the work and all the stuff that she misses coming. However, you got instant <clears throat> uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not change, but instant um, um being blessing, just yeah, blessing. Instant blessing, just being around and laughing and having fun. It's like, man, I really miss you guys. There's something to the fellowship, thing. amen. There amen. really is of any kind, so get back in the game. If you've been out of the game, get back in the game. Your seat's right where you left it. Amen, dude. That's it. Happy New Year.
0: Love you guys. Hey, do us a favor and share this little thing if you think it'll help somebody. I think sometimes we get three or four shares. So it'd be nice to get that up. I think there were 10 on. What if 10 people shared it? That'd be awesome. You know?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I will say this is a time for the church to really step up and come together. Right? Yeah. This is the time for believers to wake up and stand up, and I will say this too, without getting into politics, we need to pray for what's happening in Georgia right now, <clears throat> there's so much, it's epically important that we pray uh, for the truth in that state, no matter what it, what it is, that we pray, that we really want to see, uh, it's, it's really important guys, really, really important, so we love you guys, uh, we're praying for you, please pray for us and our ministry, um, if you want to come out and visit on Saturday night, come out, Reason to find oh,
1: real quick. Hey, today is Katrina's birthday, so all you oh. guys send Katrina a birthday. Uh, Should we sing Happy Birthday? Happy Barry? Birthday to her if you already have it. So let's do I just it. To share that Should we quick. sing Happy Birthday? Sure. Okay, go ahead, Barry. We're, we're, we're oh,
0: you go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna. Do Come on, man. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Katrina. Happy birthday to, to you. Cha cha cha. 48. Amazing.
1: Later.